This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Today, Carrie Lake closes in on Katie Hobbs. Lauren Boebert narrowly takes the lead over Democrat Adam Frisch. And MSNBC wants John Fetterman to run for president. Uh, We've got all of that coming up and more, and it all starts right now. Welcome to the news and why it matters. I am Sarah Gonzalez and I'm really excited because I got a full table today. We got Yaku Buyans, Blaze TV contributor and Thank host you. of The Bottom Line, also joined by uh, Joel Berry. He is the managing editor of The Babylon Bee, also author of The Postmodern Pilgrim's Progress. Say that five times fast. Yeah, it's really hard. I still can't do it. <laughs> We're glad you're here. <laughs> Thank you. I mean, no pressure. We're just expecting you to be like really funny. So, <laughs> oh, there's not a lot of funny subject matter today. <laughs> That's we'll fair. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, also joined, of course, by Pat Gray, host of Pat Gray Unleashed, which you can find not only on Blaze TV, but wherever you get your podcast. So make sure that you are subscribed to that. Um, so want to give, I feel like every show this week, I have to give an update of where we currently mm-hmm. stand as of the time of this taping uh, with the House and the Senate. So the House currently at 209 Republicans, 191 Democrats, uh, obviously 218 needed for the majority. The Senate is currently at 48 Democrats, 49 Republicans. And again, this is ever changing. So as of the time of this taping, which is only taped a couple hours before it actually goes to air, but Things are changing at a very rapid pace these days. Um, But uh, Katie Hobbs still maintains a small lead. We're talking 13,000 votes over Kerry Lake in Arizona. It's within one percentage point with 76% of the vote in. Um, And remember, when these results were initially posted on Tuesday night, uh, Hobbs had 180,000 vote lead over Kerry Lake. And earlier today, uh, chairman of the Maricopa County Board, again, Bill Gates, that's his name. I'm not making it up. Yeah. <laughs> they said that they won't be done counting now until next week. Uh, do we Jeez. have the, uh, yeah. Okay, all right. Um, so there's a clip of that, but we're having some some technical issues. So I want to get your thoughts, guys, on, um, how, it just strikes me as so odd that we're having problems in Maricopa County. There are all of these issues with, you know, uh, counting the ballots, the computers are down, whatever. And it just so happens that the person who is in charge of making sure that this election (laughs) (laughs) is secure is the Democrat on the ballot. Mm -hmm. And we're supposed to, I mean, I I almost feel like it was completely intentional just to make us feel like we're just, we're the crazy ones, just to like get in that extra gaslighting that we know that they always do. Because it's like, how did this happen? How is this possible that now we're talking about all of these voting, you know, issues and the person who's supposed to ensure that everything was on the up and up is the person who has the vested interest in making sure that they win. Like, it yeah. doesn't feel real. 
But it's not just there, though. That's the problem. It's also in Dallas. Like if, for instance, Lauren Davis, who didn't win, if Lauren wanted to protest and sue, the presiding official over that case is her opponent, Clay Jenkins. Mm, That's across the country. Some of the candidates running Mm. sit over the election process. Now, if you're a judge, how often do we have a Supreme Court justice recuse themselves from a case for whatever reason? All the time. Mm -hmm. She's not recused. She knew she was running. Right. She held that position. So but Mm. they don't care. Katie Hobbs refused to recuse. They asked her to. She said, no, I won't. Mm -hmm. I'm going to adjudicate over the corruption to make sure I win. Right. So now with all of these issues, you know, they already call Carrie Lake an election denier. So it's like now with all these issues, if she says like, hey, guys, I, I'm concerned about the results mm. of this of this election it's and crazy. the integrity of it all. They're going to be like, we knew you were going to do this because you're an mm. election denier. You did it in 2020. You're doing it now. You're just a crazy tinfoil hat wearing woman. Yeah, it, it's so shady. This reminds me of, of the 2020 election. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, um and I knew we were in trouble when they announced that they were going to have George R. R. Martin uh, in charge of uh, counting all the ballots. I mean, I think it'll probably be a few years now with all with him uh, <laughs> counting everything. But um, it, I think it's this is this is all about mass mail and voting. Yeah, um, it's an absolute disaster. You have so many things that can go wrong with chain of custody, with, um, you know, verifying signatures, with things that are packed incorrectly. Um, it, so many layers that these have to go through, so many potential, uh, you know, opportunities for fraud. Um, it's in we, we've never seen this before. I mean, with the, 2020 was kind of like the first time mm-hmm. we yeah. saw this this amount of, uh, you know, these amount of issues. And, and I think that the Democrats have always had these really streamlined um, urban uh, vote harvesting machines that have worked in their favor. They've been really uh, adept at busing people out to the polls. And now with mail-in voting, they, they have a superpower now. You know, mm-hmm. I think it's much easier to, uh, to sway an election um, w- with this mail-in voting. And, and I think it's good. we're going to continue to see really weird, wonky, strange, somewhat corrupt elections until we address this mail-in voting. And, and the Democrats are absolutely, they're going to they're gonna keep it as long as they can. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's working in their favor. Absolutely. I think like with COVID, you know, they, they're constantly saying, don't let a crisis go to waste. Mm-hmm. With that, they're like, oh, yeah. here's mm-hmm. our opportunity. Well, we can't, we can't show, it's not safe to show up on election day. We got to do the mail-in. And yeah. oh, by the way, you are a, a, a threat to democracy if you want to take away that extenuating circumstance after we're already mm-hmm. past COVID. Yeah, like the drop boxes. Right. Um, exactly. The mail-in are bad enough. And then yeah. you have the drop boxes, yeah. which they mm-hmm. abused terribly last time. Mm-hmm. And there's no reason for a drop box. When did that come up? Right. Well, it came up on, in 2020. Yep. Uh, so you didn't have to be around people and stand in line mm-hmm. with them. And so they mm-hmm. put these drop boxes where you just drop it off. There's no need for that now. Mm-hmm. There's no need, but they're insisting that those be available uh, because they can cheat. Yeah. But Pat, also only in democratic areas. Remember the Zuckerboxes, Zuckerberg, mm-hmm. Zuck, he went into all the blue areas and dropped boxes basically as close as two miles apart. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. And then who picked them up? And those boxes didn't have cameras on them because the official drop <clears throat> sites had cameras on them. It's it's a it's a joke. It's a laughing matter. Look, the door was opened for corruption, and AKA Africa style. Once a door is open for mm. corruption, it is very hard to close that door. And I didn't buy it until I saw 2,000 Mules. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that really opened my eyes. Yeah. There was definitely some shenanigans going on. Sure. I mean, yeah. I, I don't know if it was enough to switch the whole 
uh, you know, country, mm-hmm. eight million votes or whatever he lost by in, in the presidential election. But there was a lot of garbage going on. There was, you know, people showing up in the middle of the night, dropping off hundreds of ballots at a time at those drop boxes. Um, it, and then and then wearing gloves once they heard that they were going to check the fingerprints on them, then they started wearing yeah. gloves to yeah. drop them off. I mean, no, they wore the gloves because they were scared of COVID. Exactly. Is that what it was? <laughs> okay. but Pat, I'm sure. I had to make right. a call today, Pat. I mean, this is a general question. Do you trust the U.S. Postal Service? Because I had to make a call today, right? For mail that's mm-hmm. missing for like 13 days. Mm-hmm. But we want to mail a vote? Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Come on, man. It's insane. Come right. on. And, and the problem is, too, that we don't have... Republican Party leadership that is bold enough to aggressively go after these issues and and reform. I mean, we saw what happened in Georgia when they tried to make very modest reforms, very, I mean, very open and and progressive reforms. They should have, they didn't go far enough, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And we saw what happened to them with big corporations boycotting them, the Major League Baseball pulling out the World Series or the All-Star Game, whatever it was. Um, and, and, you know, until we get more leadership that is, is willing to be called a kook and an election denier mm-hmm. and all the things that they throw mm-hmm. at you, uh, none of this and is going to be reformed. They're, yeah. g- they're going to continue to do this as long as they can We still have Dominion machines after 2020. If we really were that upset, which mm-hmm. I kind of think we were. I, th- I thought we were really upset. Mm-hmm. They don't care. We kind of didn't yeah. play that way no. as a party. Where was McConnell and, and Graham and these guys saying... Uh, we're going to line up. We're not using those machines. We're going to go to war. We're not mailing in ballots. COVID's gone. We're lining up day off. Mm-hmm. No, we didn't fight that way. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I want to, uh, I briefly mentioned this at the top of the show, uh, Lauren Boebert, holding a really slim lead as of the time of this taping. This is, I'm talking 800 votes Come on. slim lead over her Democrat challenger, 96% uh, reporting. You just got to wonder, um, it, her district how how does this how does that happen? And you know she's a darling child, right? I was there when Lauren spoke at CPAC. I spoke that morning, and she she's celebrated by the I mean mm-hmm. she's mm-hmm. she's supported by her district. So I asked the same question, like, yeah. how did this happen? How do you <laughs> fall from grace like that quickly? And you but you don't though. Mm. Something. I mean, I <laughs> look if they can cheat, they'll cheat. I think. Uh, y- she, people like Bobert and Majority Taylor Green, they, mm-hmm. they make the DC consultant class cringe, and you know they're they're very loud and 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 outspoken. But I think I think the left is very aware how effective um, mm-hmm. people like Lauren Bobert are, and because of, just because of their boldness, they go to Washington to to make enemies mm-hmm. and and get stuff done. And um, I, I think if you know if the left is going to target anybody, they're going to target someone like her for sure. Yeah, I agree, Pat. Yeah. Yeah, they, I mean, they, they've done a really good job of, of positioning her as a kook. And, and anybody who speaks out and speaks their mind and is really strong in their principles and convictions is, is set up to be a kook by the Democrat Party. Mm-hmm. They're trying to do the same thing to, to Ron DeSantis now. That's going to be a little tougher for him because he's beloved. Um, but any, anybody who has conviction is, is now an extreme right-wing kook, and that's, that's been fairly effective for him. Yeah. Um, so I want to, we were talking about this briefly before the show, um, <laughs> go over to Pennsylvania. You guys thought it was bad that they elected a half-dead guy uh, for the Senate. <laughs> they actually also elected a full-dead guy. Yeah. Uh, Pennsylvania Democrat Tony DeLuca <laughs> died last month at 85 after battling lymphoma. And he still won Tuesday's election by more than <laughs> by more than seventy points. 
What? <laughs> because we have dead people voting. Now the dead's voting for the dead. That makes sense. Our president mm. speaks to the dead. The dead's voting for the dead. He has, yeah, he had, that's what we were saying before the, the before the show. Joe Biden must have, he has that like special line in because yeah. he yeah. sees dead people. <laughs> so he's talking to this guy like, all right, we're going to bring you in. Um, so obviously there's going to be a special election to fill the seat. But, I, but what does that say? Though? That's what I'm saying. Like, what the hell's going on in Pennsylvania? What is wrong with you people? We need to eject them from the union. Yes. It's time. Pennsylvania's got to go. Between Fetterman and the dead guy. Come on now. It's yeah. it's over for Pennsylvania. And, and I don't want to hear I don't want to hear one more person lecturing Republicans on how we need more quality candidates. We need to work focus on candidate quality. If the other people can yep. I mean, run dead on. guys That's and still yeah. win. I mean, for goodness yeah. sakes, maybe the system's the problem. But, 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 but Sarah, for their party though, think about this. Why is his name still on the ballot? I know. If yeah. he's dead, I don't, I don't I know. know. <laughs> well, they I go. You know what? They won't know. Run him anyway. He's going to mm-hmm. win. I, hey. We beat you with a dead guy. I wonder if that's <laughs> what? The, I wonder if that's the rule. I know they have really weird rules for like who because you can only be once you're on the ballot. You're on the ballot. Well, and you have a, a deadline, right? So once the deadline has passed, but even dead, there's no changes. I don't know. I'm saying like maybe they didn't even think dead. right. Maybe they didn't think of. Yeah. Maybe we should run Reagan that. next time. <laughs> I, we I'm, should I'm run Ronald Reagan. I'd show. vote for him. I'd vote for yeah, Dan Reagan. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, it's before for Democrats. Uh, what's his face? McCaskill that died in the plane crash. Uh-huh. Yeah. Is, mm-hmm. is and his wife wound up serving for him. But, yeah. But yeah, dead guys have won in the Democrat Party a few times. Dead guy's voting, dead guy's <laughs> winning. Yep. Crazy. I, I wonder if his aides party. were like, you know, when he died, we're kind of like, okay, let's keep this under wraps. Let's see how long. <laughs> <Yeah>. Keep going. <laughs> yeah, see, see how far we can get. Yeah. <laughs> He's got COVID. He's in hiding. <laughs> um, so I want to play during uh, Stacey, Stacey Abrams' concession speech, which I'm shocked that she actually gave. I'm sure she was really upset about giving up her uh, governor's seat that she had <laughs> had this whole time. Finally <laughs> lost. Um, during her concession speech on Tuesday, Stacey Abrams compared herself to Apostle Paul by <laughs> reciting a Bible passage oh describing the persecution he faced. Watch. In the tradition of my friends, Carolyn Hughley and Al Williams and Lisa Borders, and because I come by it honestly because my parents are Reverend and Reverend Abrams, <laughs> I am too reminded of what scripture tells us. Second yes, Corinthians 4.8 says this. We are troubled on every side, yet not distressed. We are perplexed, but not in despair. Persecuted, but not forsaken. Cast down, but not destroyed. I know the results are what we hope for tonight. And I understand that you are hurting and you are disappointed. I am too. We may not have made it to the finish line, but we ran that race. And we know this path. And we know that running is what matters. Well, I got to tell you, she could use a little running in her life. Uh, Joel, I'm going to go to you first. Obviously, managing editor of the Babylon Bee. What's your take on this? Um, well, is this what Christian nationalism looks like? I, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, right? what's, what's with all this religious language? I, I, I found the, the verse where Paul talked about his afflictions and his persecution. I want to read this for you. Uh, from 2 Corinthians, he says, Five times I received it, uh, 40 lashes less one. Three times I was beaten with rods. Once I was stoned. Three times I was shipwrecked. A night and a day I was adrift at sea. Um, I don't think Stacey Abrams can claim uh, <laughs> any of those things. Um, I, she's, she's been, the only thing I'm sad about with her 
losing the race is that she's been a great source of satire for us at the B. Um, so I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing <laughs> oh, where she goes oh, next. There'll be more, bro. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think there'll be more. I, I actually saw a tweet yesterday saying that uh, I think Florida needs uh, Stacey Abrams. I'm like, please go <laughs> run for governor down there. That would be amazing. Um, but yeah, I, I, I think she's kind of like another Beto. You know, yeah. I, I, she's going to keep running. Uh, eventually, hopefully, she'll get the the picture and, and bow out. But. You know, it's so convenient. In the meantime, I, it's good content. Yeah, exactly. It's good content. Look, I'm, I'm always happy when we talk scripture and we talk about God. Yeah, did you see this morning they, they now labeled DeSantis as a person with a God complex? Yeah. Oh, DeSantis is. Yeah, DeSantis is a, is a person okay, with a God that's complex. Funny. Well, okay. label me as a guy with a God complex all day long. But it's so ironic that Stacey Abrams would quote a Jewish yeah. light-skinned guy. Yeah. <laughs> and want to now all of a sudden associate herself with the Jewish Lightskinner who laid his life down, Stacy, which you have not done for your constituents, not but <laughs> one time have you taken lashes. So it's just ironic when the shoe fits, man, they'll play that card mm -hmm. all day long. But they want to go to a Ron DeSantis who truly is trying to run on moral conviction and on his faith. And they want to tag him as oh, a guy with a God complex on the same day. Yeah. So ironic. Yeah. Projection. Yeah. Projection. Oh, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Pat, last word. Um, I, I'm just looking forward to Stacey Abrams going away. Yeah. Uh, and and uh, Beto as as yes. well. You and me I mean, both, buddy. <laughs> will you miss those showing up at his rallies? I, I am actually. It will be miss hard, that. won't it? Yeah. It was this last time yeah. on Tuesday. It was. It was mixed actually, emotions. Yeah. I, I yeah. gave me so much amusement and satisfaction i was like yeah. i actually am a little bit sad and I'm i think they really sad. came to love you at the at the beto campaign <laughs> <laughs> they really did yeah no they didn't they actually really hate me and uh, i also take a lot of pleasure in that um all right we got to take a quick break first we want to thank our sponsor home title lock so uh, just in case you think that home title fraud is the kind of thing that happens to other people, not you, right? It could never happen to you. Have a listen to this convicted thief explaining what happens after he forges your home's title and takes over as the new owner. Nobody thinks that I can take their house and borrow against the house. Oh, no, I have title insurance for that. No, oh, it's in my name. Or he would have to get some special document. They would call me. You know, nobody's calling you. After I've stolen the title, borrowed against it, or sold the property, or done whatever I've done with it, it's 60 to 90 days to even figure out that they're the victim of this crime. You know, by that point, you start getting foreclosure notices, and you realize you've got four mortgages on your house. Not only that, you don't even own your home anymore. It's not even in your name. Uh, let me tell you, home title fraud is growing two and a half times faster than credit card fraud. You could be a victim and not even know it, but here's how to protect yourself and verify your home's title is still in your name. you got to go to HomeTitleLock.com, use promo code RADIO, and you can register your address for a no-obligation home title report. That's a $100 value for free. Do not miss out on this. It is HomeTitleLock.com, promo code RADIO. We were talking earlier about both half-dead and fully-dead uh, candidates over in Pennsylvania who ended up winning. Yesterday, Katie Turr suggested on MSNBC that the half-dead one, John Fetterman, uh, could actually run for president in 2024, which I guess <laughs> makes sense because we're talking about, you know, he would follow Joe Biden. So they'd just be like, it's, we've just accepted the whole half-dead thing. We're totally fine with it. Watch. Fetterman as a nominee at some point for president. Um, I know oh there's gosh. some variables, obviously. <laughs> just but a few. Just a few. But I just, you know, it, it, 
what he did in the in the super red, deep red parts of Pennsylvania, and the way that he ran ahead of Biden, as you were saying, ran ahead of Trump. I mean, it just makes it makes you wonder about his future. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, okay. So it wasn't oh, wasn't gosh. just that though. Uh, NSNBC's uh, Claire McCaskill <laughs> said that John Fetterman just oozed authenticity. Watch. <laughs> We should lead the conversation of Oz and Fetterman without talking about authenticity. Yes. John Fetterman kind of oozed authenticity. <laughs> he was who he was. He dressed how he dressed. He was comfortable in his own skin. Meanwhile, we had crudités. And then, maybe the biggest sin of all, the Sunday before the election, or Saturday before the election, he makes reference to people, Oz does, in Pennsylvania. He says, go out and find 10 voters before the Steelers game tomorrow. The Steelers had, <laughs> had a bye. Had a bye. <laughs> they didn't even play the next day. He didn't even know the Steelers' schedule. Oh, now, oh, that no. Really Not that. In a state like Pennsylvania. Oh, how can he be qualified to be in the Senate? He didn't know the Steelers schedule. What a crock, man. Jeez. Was, what an idiot. It was perfectly fine when Fetterman said, the Eagles are so much better than the Eagles. That was okay. That's cool. That's totally fine. The guy's maybe, great. Maybe he was talking about their scrimmage team. I mean, Fetterman oozed something, but I'm pretty sure it wasn't uh, authenticity. It was uh, that, what has the guy ever done? Nothing. What, he pointed a gun at a black person that he was going to, I don't know, make his citizens kill on? Or <laughs> I, I, what are you going to do there? Is, he looks like an escaped convict. <laughs> he does. He really does. He, he looks does. like an, he's a, he is a walking mugshot. The yeah. guy shows up in a hoodie, in a beanie. Yep. And it, they it, love that. They oh, love it. Oh, because they are the land of dysfunction. I was in Portland, Oregon yesterday. Apple still has a 25-foot Fort Knox fence around it still. Mm, they they, said they love absolute dysfunction. And yeah, listen, it's a lateral move from Biden. It's not even a backwards <laughs> move. It's just a lateral. Why not? Mm-hmm. We've, hood, mm-hmm. we've hoodwinked them once. We fleeced them. We can fleece them with the hoodie guy. Easy. It, I it's, mean, it's yeah. the neck hump. That's where the authenticity oozes <laughs> from. It's the, the back of his neck. Literally, literally oozing. <laughs> well, I, you know, I, it's funny that you mentioned this in the context of Biden because I, I just... Remember how creepily unconcerned the left seemed when all through Biden's campaign there was no one showing up at his rallies. He was mm-hmm. gaff after gaff. The guy couldn't string two words together. But the the left was unconcerned. And, and looking back, you realize they, they knew they had a machine that could get him through anyway. Yeah. Yeah. And the same thing in Pennsylvania. I feel like, you know, them you know, proposing him, maybe he'll run as president. I, f- I feel like they're that confident that they have, a, they have a machine that can get literally anybody through. Yeah, their mechanism. Do you think that they, do you think that they will overplay their hand there in 2024? Because I look at that and I'm like, I think I kind of want them to continue acting like that. I think mm-hmm. I kind of want them, to, I want Joe Biden to take a victory lap. I want them to do all these things because they are going to be so out of touch with all of these voters who are going to endure all of the inflation, the gas prices, all of this for another two years. And then I'm just saying, if we can get someone that's not as controversial as Trump, I know I'm going <laughs> to make some people mad, but it, but ju- no. just hear me out. No. Trump keeps his ego up and keeps attacking DeSantis when DeSantis isn't doing anything. Joe Biden keeps, you know, uh, talking, basically doubling down on all of these things that Americans are pissed about. Mm-hmm. I feel like that sets us up much better for 2024. 
You think so, but I, yeah, I think they'll I think they'll keep doing it as long as they can get away with it. Yeah. And and I think the deep state they love a brain dead candidate. Right. You know, they they want someone in there that, that will let them have free reign. Mm -hmm. um, and, and I do think the left kind of lives in this bubble where maybe they don't see how they look to everybody. Um, hopefully they do play their hand a little bit. Um, yeah. But yeah. yeah, until you reform the system, uh, it, yeah. it does seem like they can get away with anything. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if they can overplay their hand. I mean, if you mm -hmm. can't... I agree. That's fair. It, it, if, you, if you can't see what's going on now yeah. with inflation, with the gas prices, with the withdrawal in Afghanistan, with uh, a guy who's clearly cognitively impaired, uh, and then you're electing a senator about the, of the same level, mm -hmm. um, and, and they don't care about any of it. They, so I, their base is just going to follow them down that hellhole uh, as, as deep as it goes, I think. In, in the spirit of quoting scripture, and I really believe this firmly, <laughs> they are under the spirit of stupor. God talks about that. I mean, mm -hmm. they, they, I don't think, Sarah, that, that they could ever get to a play with they, place where they go, we overplayed. And, and I've contemplated, what do we do? You know, if we, if, we, if, if, big if, we take the House and the Senate, do we impeach Biden just to make his life difficult? Mm. We don't want Kamala, but do we just go and say, you're going to pay? Do we go hard after them now in the next two years, going after Fauci, going after Hunter, really going, mm -hmm. you know? Do we then fire up their base? Do you or do you not? Or do you take the approach that you say, no, let them let it burn? Mm. I don't think they will ever... Evil has no end. Mm -hmm. It cannot mm -hmm. self-govern. Mm -hmm. So they follow Satan. So yeah. that means... This thing needs to go all the way to the ground. So mm -hmm. I think mm -hmm. the faster we can start swinging yeah. back yeah. hard. Yeah. I think you make Biden's life a living hell. Mm -hmm. You impeach him in the House and you intentionally do not remove him in the Senate because you have power. <laughs> and you impeach him again. You tie him up. You make his life hell. You go after Pelosi, Fauci. I mean, you go on a hunt. I just Because here's why I say that. Sorry, I'm being verbose. Our base mm. that we so love, we don't fight. Mm -hmm. We need to set, set vision again of what it looks like to actually start throwing punches and fight. Well, that's what I'm worried about. Do you think Republicans will do that? No. No. I, I don't think they <laughs> no, will. No, not I don't at all. think they'll do any no. of that, Yaku. Well, I, concern. That's my they concern. Don't. They just don't act like that. Well, it's I, a concern I think we're at a natural disadvantage, too, because you know, the left, to the left, politics is their religion. Mm -hmm. Yes. You know, yeah. Conservatives, us conservatives, we just, we want to have our families. Mm -hmm. We want to have kids. Mm -hmm. We want to be left alone. Mm -hmm. We want to think about politics. And that's, mm -hmm. that is kind of our natural disadvantage. Whereas these, these people who, who... It's also why culture has gone so far down. Absolutely. And on the other side, you have people who want to create this utopia in their own image and it, it is their lifestyle it's their religion it's their reason for being and so yeah. that's a that's a tough thing it's to contend identity. with yeah yeah, mm -hmm. yeah i totally agree um all right let's go ahead and take another quick break we'll be back with more first we want to thank our sponsor patriot mobile so patriot mobile is one of the only companies out there who it's a conservative christian conservative mobile phone provider who is putting their money where their mouth is quite literally they are taking a portion of your bill and they're funding conservative causes and and candidates by the way who believe in sanctity of life freedom of speech the second amendment the things that you actually believe in and 
they've been really, really successful at this. They have helped a bunch of, you know, local candidates, school boards, uh, what have you, and they have been getting elected. So they're, they're going to offer the same nationwide coverage as the major carriers. They're all using kind of the same networks now. And you will know that you are supporting conservative values with every call. Uh, you know what? There's something to be said for these parallel economies, and Patriot Mobile is on the ground not only doing the good work, but offering you an alternative so that you know that your money is going to a conservative company. You can go to patriotmobile.com news. Get free activation with the offer code news. By the way, if you're a veteran or first responder, you're going to save even more over at patriotmobile.com news. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust, or is it a real POS. You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com system. So yesterday, uh, Joe Biden was asked by a reporter what he plans to do to change people's opinion of the dire- of the direction of the country. Because remember, all of this exit polling is like very bizarre results because Republicans did not have that red wave that some had hoped that they would have. But everyone was kind of in agreement that the direction of the country really sucks. Um, so Biden was asked, of course, what what are your plans to change the direction of the country? And he's like, I got nothing. Watch. What in the next two years do you intend to do differently uh, to change people's uh, opinion of the direction of the country, particularly as you contemplate a run for president in 2024? Nothing, because they're just <laughs> finding out what we're doing. The more they know about what we're doing, the more support there is. Do you know anybody who wants us to get rid of the change we made on prescription drug prices and raise prices again? Do you know anybody who wants us to walk away from building those roads and bridges and, and the Internet? And so yes. on? Internet, building the Internet. I, I don't know. I think that the problem is the major piece of legislation we passed, some of it bipartisan, it works for DARPA. takes time to be recognized. Mm. What, what's he done for the internet? <laughs> he built it. <laughs> he built it. He, he built, was no, he's, okay. he's he's building to the, the guy who invented insulin. Remember, he also was there when DARPA the guy that created was dead? the internet. When he yeah. was born, he was there. Yeah. Internet 1.0. He was there yeah. in the trenches. <laughs> you just don't know it, Pat. <laughs> well. I'm just wondering how long he anticipates we have to wait for all of these awesome results from all of the <sighs> great, cool things that he's been doing. He's actually being honest. He's not going to change the no, thing. No, he thinks it's great. He and, thinks and, things are great. And I think what he's also saying to you is, uh, oh, you guys think I have the power to change anything. I don't run the show. I just show up. <laughs> Boy, Talk yeah. to Barack and yeah. Rice. Yeah. Maybe they want to change some things. Yeah. And it's, yeah. it's classic uh, leftist mes- messaging, too. I mean, you hear it all the time that it's not what we're doing. It's our messaging. Mm-hmm. We have to mm-hmm. tweak our message. Mm-hmm. But what they're so self-assured that what they're doing is good and right and righteous and... and uh, it's just the messaging. Just gotta, just gotta mm-hmm. get it out there. It's wild mm-hmm. how delusional it is. And, and say it enough. Yeah, say it more times. Yeah, they really do because um, you've noticed, especially with this administration, that they they really genuinely are so arrogant that they're like, no, no, don't believe your lying eyes when you go to the gas pump or you go to the grocery store and you see this inflation is actually happening. You see that we're in a recession. We're here, standing up here behind this podium, telling you it's not happening. Everything's mm-hmm. fine. And they think that mm-hmm. Americans will just believe it. And I guess there is a subset of Americans who do. Apparently. So mm-hmm. they're, I, they're not wrong totally on that. 
Yeah, well, last week he just told us the gas prices were five bucks a gallon when he took over. Right, yeah. right. What? Yeah. Wait, what? Make it up. No, no, they were less than half that when you took over. Uh, so it seems like you're being picky on the a little, little bit. The yeah, facts I'd here, like to hear some actual truth really? come out of him, but that never happens. Huh. I mean, the guy stands there and lies to our face every, and not just small lies either. Not just things that are hard to prove, but provably wrong things every day we hear mm -hmm. every day and he doesn't get called on it or no. rarely rarely he's does he get Bond, called he's on got it. the license to kill he <laughs> yeah. can break all social construct all political correctness he is the whitest guy who, whose legs were felt up his hairy legs but but somehow he doesn't have to apologize for being a white guy he does i mean this is insane it's insanity it and my concern is americans drink the kool-aid sarah they actually do whether they stole it again or not, some people did vote for Fetterman. Mm -hmm. A lot of people. If one person people. voted for Fetterman, oh. that That's person is certifiably right. insane. Right. Mm -hmm. Straight right. jacket time. Well, or I mean, yeah, I, I agree with you. Um, I go back to uh, what Joel said earlier, which is this: uh, the politics is their religion. Mm -hmm. So it really doesn't matter because Who's they've got to get the Democrat in office. I mean, I don't. I'm not a big fan of. Dr. Oz either, you know, I wouldn't consider him like, that's, that's the crazy thing to me is that I'm like, you're, we're not talking about some crazy, you know, far right person. We're talking about Dr. Oz. Who's He'd, barely Republican. That's what I'm saying. Like he's like yeah. the biggest squish ever and yeah. they still couldn't bear voting for a guy who had an R in front of his name, they'd rather vote yeah. for John Fetterman. Yeah. It's really sad. That's what they're doing to Tulsi at the moment, same thing. You know, but if you, I, I wanted to see the, the, the tape roll of Oprah and all of them, you know, oozing over Oz when they went on his show, mm -hmm. when he just came mm -hmm. on the air. He was their best friend, mm -hmm. he was their buddy. Yeah. But the R, oh, disqualified. Right, right. Sorry. They, hmm, I seem to recall another, uh, kind of celebrity on television, everyone loved him, rappers rapped about him, and uh, all of a sudden when he ran for office, uh, he was crazy, Republican, right-wing nut job, Nazi, I don't know, mm -hmm. it just, I, mm. Name's What's on the tip of my name? tongue. What's I'll, I'll think of it. I'll think of it eventually. Orange oh, right. something. Oh, right. Trump. Um, <laughs> I want to play for you uh, one more clip here of Joe Biden's press conference where he also suggested that Elon Musk is a national security threat and that his relationships with other countries, his relationships with other countries, Elon Musk's relationships with other countries, not Hunter Biden, not Joe Biden, Elon's relationships with other countries need to be looked at. Watch. Musk is a threat to U.S. national security and should the U.S. and with the tools you have investigate his joint acquisition of Twitter with foreign governments, which include the Saudis? <sighs> I think that Elon Musk's Hello. Yes. Yeah. Cooperation <laughs> and or <Bring> up. <laughs> reboot. Reboot. Relationships uh -huh. with other countries uh, is yes. worthy of being looked at. Whether or not he is doing anything inappropriate, sign language girl. I'm not suggesting mm -hmm. that. I'm suggesting that it worth worth mm -hmm. being looked at. Um, and uh, um, uh huh. Yes. And uh, but that's all I'll say. Oh, that that's it. Okay. Cool. Great thoughts, gentlemen.
Here's my thought. So are we going to look at Apple outsourcing all the jobs? Are we going to look at Apple's relationships with China? Are we going to look at Apple intellectual property leaking into China? Are we going to look at China making the phones that we have listening in? Are we going to talk about the American companies as allowing China to tap into our power grid mm -hmm. in Texas? Mm -hmm. Elon, Elon's a national treasure. <laughs> You know, yeah, it's must so, protect it's, Elon it, at all costs. I mean, you know, TikTok. You know, yep. uh, TikTok yes. owned by the Chinese. I, yes. not, not to mention Biden's own son yes. and his <laughs> connections to the yep. Chinese. What about yep. that guy? I mean, the the one thing I want to bring attention to is that you know Biden doesn't know where he is or what he's saying. Right. That that question was brought to him by a journalist. Don't you think we need to start investigating Elon and his connections to foreign governments? Mm -hmm. I mean, journalists I think are terrified of what's going on mm -hmm. in, in Twitter. Their 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 credibility is already they've already ruined their credibility Good the last point. two years, mm -hmm. and Elon is is about to empower you know common people. Um, and, and the voice of, of dissenting, you know, dissenting voices yeah. against the narrative that journalists have been trying to create and control. And so, uh, you know, I, th I think it's funny that that was a very specific, uh, prepared question yeah. from that journalist there. They're, they're at war with Elon, for sure. It's interesting, too, because Elon was a hero to all these people yeah. just a few years ago. And then... Oh, my gosh. He, of course, did the unpardonable mm -hmm. sin mm -hmm. that he said, vote Republican this time because mm -hmm. Democrats suck. Yeah. We didn't say it exactly like that, but he did tell people to vote Republican. And now he's persona non grata. Now we need to investigate him. Now we need to look into his dealings. And they probably will try to ruin him. Mm -hmm. but Pat, I, I would they still not put that past mm -hmm. him. But, Pat, mm -hmm. they still drive Teslas. Yeah, they do. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, Newsflash. Like uh, mm. It's connected, kind of. Mm -hmm. Elon Tesla. Mm -hmm. Elon Starlink's kind of connected. Oh, that's right. The same government asked Elon, help us in the Ukraine, please, mm -hmm. with Starlink. Yeah. Can you please fly the satellites over? But we need to investigate oh, this guy. And yeah. Elon, help us with NASA. We don't have a vehicle to get into space. Exactly. Can you do something for us? Had to do that, too. Um, I want to. I know we got to go to a break, but uh, I do want to play. I would be remiss if I didn't play Joe Biden while answering a question. Um, I'm sure you guys will be shocked to hear he was like really struggling to complete a sentence. Watch. Biden's being a popular, a pop, a, a, a cop, Biden's being an extremist. <laughs> Apaca, what's he trying to say? I'm like, what, did he, was oh, he man. trying to say extremist the whole time? Or was there another word there I that he just decided, nope, that one's not coming out. I'm going to pick a synonym. <laughs> Started with an A and ended up with an E. Yeah, yeah, not sure. Uh -huh. uh, Jumped a couple of vowels. My and favorite is when he gives up and just goes, oh, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 He goes exactly. like, He's like, I gave you my best right. effort. I yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, uh, you know what? I've said too much. Participation, <laughs> participation trophy. <laughs> we gotta take a break. We'll be right back. <laughs> like, it is, this is a circus. We, we're gonna wake up and go, wait a minute, it's, it's 2000. This past weekend, a trans-identified male, so a transgender, you would call, they would call it a transgender female. I'm just, I just want a flow chart. I just want to like hold up a flow chart every time we talk about this. Does this person have a penis? Yes. We're checking yes on that box today, okay? Trans-identified male became the first transgender title holder within the Miss America organization. Look at this spectacle here. Brian Wynn just crowned Miss Greater Dairy 2023 in a beauty pageant in New Hampshire. Let's watch some of this. Can we skip to the good part? 
totally deserved. Earned it. <laughs> Earned it. Beauty and grace, man. Stunning and brave. What they didn't tell you is the contest was under the one with penis oh. is. Wow, that is, man. Oh, beautiful. Sponsored by McDonald's, so beautiful. I think. Um, it, you know, I, mm. okay, I'm, I, I watched this earlier and I was trying to process this in my head, all of the different feelings that I had about it. And I'm like, you know, if you're going to do this, at least bring up someone who looks like Blair White or something, <laughs> right? Like someone who really, you're like, is that a woman? You know, I, I'd like, mm -hmm. this is clearly I guess I should. I'm, I'll try not to make fun of his weight, all right? Because he's, he's got a bigger shoulders than I have. But yeah, like this is not. If, <laughs> Luke. if this was a woman, I'm sorry. If this was a biological woman in this competition, does not win. Does not never, win. Never, never win. She does never, not never win. win. Never win. Would never win. But you throw a man who's wearing a wig in a dress that he shouldn't be wearing, and mm -hmm. you're going to give him the crown, and all the girls in, next to him are clapping. That's my problem. What? That's yeah. my problem. All the people that swam against Leah. Mm -hmm. Right. That right, showed up right, to get right, in the water. Right. Go. Why are you even You want to swim? You on the whistle, on the gun, in the water. We all watch. Swim by yourself. There you go, sucker. Now, no, no jokes on you, right? That's despicable. I will say one. for those girls, though, they were pissed. They were pissed. They but, were but, pissed. But yeah. that, I mean, at you, least they spoke out about it. Yes, they did. They these ones, them. these ones are clapping, they right? Yeah, yeah. And yeah. then compare this winner to like a Caitlyn Jenner. I mean, they make Caitlyn look like. A supermodel, right? I yeah, mean. I mean, so just just to to throw in here, and Joel, I want to get your thoughts, but he's receiving a scholarship that is uh, designed to provide, this is the program that's, they're providing scholarships to young women between the ages of 17 and 24 mm -hmm. living in the greater dairy area, recognizing their outstanding achievements in scholastic aptitude, talent, character, community service, and poise. This is a scholarship designed <laughs> for young women, and mm -hmm. he's stealing it. Yeah, I, you remember hearing during the, like the Hillary Clinton campaign and, and even before that, we, we heard so many Democrats talk about the war on women. Yes! Mm -hmm. That the, you know, the Republicans are waging a war on women. Mm -hmm. it, this is the war mm -hmm. on women. Mm -hmm. yeah. they, they, are, yeah. they are taking opportunities from young women, uh, scholarships. Yep. Uh, they're, they're trying to erase women as yep. a category yep. of, of human being. You know, the, this, this uh, Dylan Mulvaney guy who, who thinks he can appropriate appropriate motherhood mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. he's going to be a mother someday you know I, I have a wife I have five kids you know I, I know what motherhood looks like and no man mm -hmm. could ever do no that. man could ever do that no man um, you know and all that aside I, these beauty pageants are weird anyway they are weird. <laughs> that was a dairy competition though mm -hmm. Is it who ate the most dairy? <laughs> like, is this who ate the most ice cream yeah, yeah, and well, that heavy case, cream? Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. 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 You got Maybe your winner he did right there. If that's, he did if that's what you're supposed to do, he was like, oh, I watch me. I'm going to eat the whole cow. Watch me. I'll win this. I got I him in the he's bag. Worth his weight. Yep. <laughs> he's worth his yep. weight. Yep. All right. I, want, I also want to, I'll throw in for you uh, here. We've got about a minute left in this, in this segment here before we got to take a break. Palm Springs, California. Drag queen walking on stilts and uh, showing Ugh. his bare butt at Ugh. a, of course, one of those, uh. you know, family-friendly pride events. Let's watch that. There it is. Oh, wow. Look at the, oh, oh good. there it is. Just right there. I mean, you know, certainly there's just not no such thing right? as a family-friendly pride no, event. There's no. just no such thing. As it turns out, there is absolutely no such thing as a family-friendly uh, drag show. But listen, they're not trying to, they're not trying to, like, indoctrinate your kids or anything. I mean... How could that guy know that he would be on stilts and people mm -hmm. would be able to, to look up? 
So, uh, I, I, so <laughs> and I see think, what was underneath. I th look, I don't know if there's something wrong mm. with me, but when I see that image, you know what I'm thinking? Dang, dude, I'd love to have a cattle prod right now. Give <laughs> 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 it 240 volt, just let's zap that mm -hmm. backside. Just mm. zack. See if you could stay on the show it again. afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> show it again. I dare you. you show me again. There. <laughs> you want to be a little, you want to have some electricity? We'll give it to you, buddy. Um, oh, boy. All right. We got to take a, a quick break. We'll be right back. Yeah. Unreal. It really. England Journal of Medicine released a new study titled Lifting Universal Masking in Schools, COVID-19 Incidents Among Students and Staff. And in this, the researchers claim that masking in schools, actually, you didn't realize this, it helps stop racism. Uh, they said, our results support universal masking as an important strategy for reducing COVID-19 incidents in schools. Uh, as such, we believe that universal masking may be especially useful for mitigating effects of structural racism in schools, including potential deepening of educational inequities because you're, I don't know, you're not losing in-person school. I, I'm having a really hard time figuring this one out. Anyone? Mm. Anyone got anything for they, me? They, Anyone? They, they got to talk race. You can, well, yeah, race. you can bring anything back to race. I, I think the, the the iron law here is that that uh, anything the, the our corrupt, uh, incompetent regime uh, wants to do mm -hmm. uh, will stop racism. Right. Any any voice of opposition to what they want to do is racist. Mm -hmm. So that's mm -hmm. I mean, and that's enough people point. fall for it that it right. works. Yeah, and, and well, racist and Nazi <laughs> and homophobic. Xenophobic. Fascist. Yeah. Of course, sexist. you got to throw that in. Yeah. Transphobic. All the phobics. Islamophobics. Really. All mm -hmm. the phobes, mm -hmm. yes. You need all the phobes. <laughs> what phobes color in should there? the mask be? Because it can't be black, because <clears throat> that's blackface, right? Oh, you're right. It can't be white, because that's mm -hmm. bad color. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you don't want to be white. Can't be white. Nobody wants to no be white. No black mask. So maybe, maybe, maybe it's the rainbow. <laughs> Mm. That's the only that's the only option. Well now I'm mad. You should be. <laughs> <laughs> right, thank you guys for being here. We'll see y'all tomorrow. Stream and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.